Welcome to the Arms Race, the podcast where we attempt to determine which action star has the highest body count in movie history. I'm Kevin Keane, and Mike Olson is not with me today, but you'll be hearing his voice from the distant past very shortly. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure based on the uh, title of this episode, you can see that we kind of lied to you. We said we'd be back with daylight, and that was the plan. We were going to put up daylight today, but... Uh, the rest of this season of the podcast is going to be a little scattershot, unfortunately. So, blanket apology up front, but life happens, and, uh, you know, it's one of those things where uh, we're going to do our best. We hopefully will be able to get up an episode every two weeks, but we're not able to do it this week. So, we kind of thought, well, since we can't get an episode up this week, now it might be a good time to repost an episode we recorded in September 2016, uh, back when we were the Bad Buns of Machine Guns podcast. And uh, this is an episode where Mike and I watched the Terminator 2 Universal Studios experience. When we created the Arms Race podcast, for whatever reason, we just never moved this episode over. It was just a sh- kind of a short... It's just us kind of watching it and talking over it. Uh, this is old, and I don't remember if the sound quality is any good. Honestly, I'm not even going to even have a chance to listen to it. I'm just going to paste it in the middle of this, and uh, that'll be that. So apologies if the sound quality is bad. I honestly don't even remember. But uh, anyway... Hopefully you enjoy this. I can say for certain we will be back in two weeks with Daylight. After that, uh, the goal is to get up an episode for two weeks, but we will see. Enjoy uh, this episode. I'll be back at the end. Welcome to Bad Puns and Machine Guns, the podcast where we watch and discuss every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie one at a time. And maybe the occasional surprise as well. I'm Kevin Keane. And I'm Mike Olson. And it's time for an occasional surprise as we are watching and discussing the YouTube videos of Terminator 3D, The Ride. Yes, I think it's called Battle Beyond Time. The YouTube video we're looking at now here doesn't have the full title. Okay. Something like that. So uh, this is the second time we're looking at this. Yes. Because the first time, this is how committed we are to these episodes. <laughs> we watched, we did this episode already once and threw it away because the sound quality was so, so terrible. awful. Here's what happens. So I, I suggested this and I said, let's watch the Terminator Universal Studios ride. Which I didn't even know it existed. So it and was I, totally fresh to me. And I, I should clarify because it's not a ride. And I, you know, we discovered Experience. when we watched. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a movie, it's a 3D movie stage show kind yeah. of a thing. Uh, which we've discovered, you and I knew nothing about it going into the, the when we recorded the previous episode we threw away. Right. Uh, we discovered it's a stage show and a 3D movie. And uh, so I suggested, yeah, let's watch this and we'll react live and we'll get our, like, Real get our reactions on the podcast. Yeah. The thing is, we recorded this in my condo and on my computer. And because I didn't want to spoil myself, <laughs> there are like 50 different versions of this where people just taped it off of their phone or off their camcorder or whatever. And uploaded it to YouTube, and Universal Studios doesn't seem to care. So, I mean, there's dozens and dozens, and I, I was trying to find the best quality video, but I also didn't want to spoil myself, so I'd watch it the first 10 seconds and go, like, this one looks better than that last one. Okay, this one. Okay, and I picked one that I thought would be the best, and it was not the best. Uh, For audio quality. purposes. The audio was so bad. We couldn't hear anything, and then on the episode here, I'm just going to play. I, 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 I took a clip of the original. <laughs> this is from the original episode we threw away, so here we go. I can't hear a word they're saying. So that's that's what that's, that's what you're missing. I like that you left on there. You you took the clip <laughs> to make it clear. It was just your commentary. I can't hear a word they're saying. But that was basically our whole reaction. I mean, we we just couldn't hear a lot of it, yeah. and so we didn't have a lot to talk about because we didn't hear it. So exactly. we could see it sort of. Also, the person this video doesn't have this problem, but 
the other video we watched, it was just the raw 3D. And so it had the double vision stuff. And yep. so I was going cross-eyed. Because <laughs> we didn't have put 3D glasses on now. Yeah, so we've seen sort of this, the, ride, or the, the show now sort of. And I went through here to make sure this one, this sound quality here is much better. And also there's all kinds of stuff. There's like pre-ride videos from like as you're waiting in line, line. stuff like yeah. that. So we're going to start this this YouTube. It's it's from uh, it's uploaded by Demented Derek if you want to find this uh Terminator 3D full ride it says. Uh so thanks to Demented Derek for uploading a high a good quality version of this uh stop I keep stop me from saying ride. I keep saying ride. It's not a ride, but whatever. No, but that's what the the title on the the it video does. says, but <laughs> ex- we'll call it it's the experience. It's Demented Derek's fault I keep calling it a ride. That's why he's demented. <laughs> Anyway, All right, so uh, yeah, let's dive in. We're gonna start this. Doctor Goddard of Cyberdyne states that the blending of human DNA and computers so says, Did will you create know? intelligent machines on the that will be smarter than most of the people on Earth. That's an exciting that, fact. The voice, so the guy doing the voiceover is. I, Cyberdyne work so for you. we should at least explain the, the, the concept here. Maybe, maybe the video will explain a little bit. That you're like a site in. Hello again. I'm here in the Security Systems Development Division of okay. Cyberdyne. This guy looks about something you may recall from news reports several years ago. I'm talking about that day when terrorists attempted to stop Cyberdyne's work. That was a major turning point. That's a footage from Terminator 2. Yes, the uh, the, early days, the, the, the chopper scene, which I love. Uh, it's, uh, it's edited version. It's edited footage from the movie, but it just says Channel 13 news cam live. Like, this is not news footage. This is obviously just from a movie. The unprovoked attack is the fact that, to this day, the culprits are still at large. Robin Sandler is Cyberdyne's director of public relations. In the and aftermath yeah. of the incident, she's this been is, assisting a team of local... So was this probably when you're waiting in line, or was this inside the show? No, I think because you can kind of see the outline attack. of the monitor. Like, this I think it's has been identified in line. Sarah Connor, and that's her son, John. Yeah, I can see why this is expensive. I mean, knowing what they filmed now, for the experience was expensive. Even this stuff isn't cheap to put together. Uh, it's cheaper than the well, show yeah. itself. But the point is, is that this is just like building you up to get you in there. Yeah, they do a good job making it look like a corporate video. Like it is, speaking of someone who works at a big corporation, like they nail like oh yeah, corporate Cyberdyne corporate vibe. Absolutely. Except for that, like, menacing pose. Okay, so that's that one, I think. We're going to skip around because there's a lot of gaps. Like this stuff, where it's just Cyberdyne. It says Cyberdyne something radio. Right. I kind of like to know what that, that channel sounds like. <laughs> I mean, it's just music that plays while you're waiting in line. and then Cyberdyne Interactive Network. It's okay. Synth. <laughs> right, yeah, I, mean, it's, I guess that's the gag. But uh, is that the video cutting out like that? Or? Now, bringing you the latest in technology from across the globe. It's very this OCP. Cyberdyne Systems. Yeah, those jets, footage of jets. Welcome to Cyberdyne's product research center. With all this talk of technology, you're probably... This audio is not so great. Who uses Cyberdyne products? A better question would be, who doesn't? <laughs> I kind of like this no guy. Yeah. Are, it, home, it really does place, completely nail... You're a corporate video. With our various footage of happy people, guy riding a motorcycle, ch- children at a computer. But there is one kind of technology that is up until now. <laughs> and then military hardware. Horrifying robots. In military applications. <laughs> the first practical industrial robot was introduced in the 1960s. By 1982, there were approximately 32,000 robots being used in the United States. Today, there are over 20. Oh, God. <laughs> Johnny Five. Robots. Going to be that looked like a real robot. This is a robot with eyeballs. 
Yeah, I like the like upbeat. Did you know like, that the accuracy we're helping of the world. Satellites yeah. allows them to read your license plate from space. That's a fact. <laughs> and isn't it good to know that wherever you go, whatever you do, wherever you live, Cyberdyne is with you. The graphics really sell this. It's too bad and it's not going to come across in the podcast. It's just the cheesy. Several oh. years ago, a terrorist attack destroyed Cyberdyne headquarters. But the dedication of key employees, like Chief of Security, Grayson Hunter. I'm not convinced that that was security footage. Oh! Silverman! I didn't expect that. Climb to new heights of excellence. Grayson Hunter has been <laughs> this is very OCP. for over wow. 15 years. Now, Cyberdyne's Chief of Security. He was stationed as a guard during the fateful night. Of the oh, oh, is that the guy who goes, you can't leave the desk? Yep. They knew exactly what buttons to push. But with is our it? new facilities, it's a different actor. New security systems, it'll never happen again. Concern for that, that actor, Why would they bother getting a different actor? I don't, well, that, that actor plays, though, military, military roles in a lot of movies. He, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, here's Silverman. Dr. Silverman previously served at the Pescadero Metal Hospital. Where Sarah Connor so he went to work for Cyberdyne after all that? Sarah Connor is a potentially dangerous woman whose motives are difficult to define or rationalize. As for the male suspect, there has oh, been a positive ID. Was not from the movie. They shot so that after the fact. Continue yeah. to actively seek Sarah Connor and her son John, along with the unidentified man. It is my personal goal, along with Cyberdyne, to find these people so that we can help them lead normal lives. <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty great. Well, Earl Bowen's so good. I'm glad they got him for this. It's hard to believe, though, after you saw the T-1000. Yeah, he went to work for... Does that, does that jive with Terminator 3 and where he is? I don't remember what happens with him. I don't, no, I don't remember. He just sits in a graveyard and looks sad. Man, these videos actually are great. They're great, yeah. So I'm glad we're going back and doing this again, because, okay. That and it is too bad that it doesn't translate well to a podcast to, to see the kind of production... That they really get the feeling of those corporate videos. Yeah, it's like full of stock footage, and it looks, it really looks like a corporate video. In an effort to help them be continually more effective. Cyberdyne's latest technological breakthroughs can be found in almost every neighborhood, city, and town. Our earliest robotic bomb detector units have evolved into... And this is weirdly, like, more consistent with Genesis than with Terminator 2. Because, yeah. like, the whole idea of, which is like, our technology isn't everything in the world, you know? Yeah, you're right. Pulsar guns can not only identify law-breaking motorists, but also issue citations and instantly deduct the appropriate fine from their personal savings or That's perfect. That's pretty funny. way, Cyberdyne is with you. We're helping you by taking your money. Your people in the background, like Cyberdyne, research and people where to go, making life better at home, at the office, and in the field through technology. I thought they were going to say in the bedroom. The I don't know why I expected that. It would have been great. Recently performed beta tests on the latest breakthrough in service-to-air defense technology. It's called the Cyberdyne Handheld Satellite Guided Surface-to-Air <laughs> System, or HandySat. <laughs> it's awesome. It's like a pre-branded Skynet, like they, they hadn't branded it properly. This handy Sam. I like the idea of branding military hardware. Why, why right. does military hardware need branding? Well, the, the, the army wants a handy Sam. They want it to be handy. This is great. They're showing some military footage, but this is like upbeat corporate music. Yes. Yeah, you can blow things up in a GIF. 
Our systems provide the, the, the most high-tech in death. I mean, it's consistent with Cyberdyne. Yep. It totally... <laughs> the guy blew up a jet with a flare. That's what it looks like. Firing flares into the air and blowing stuff up. Man, I got to tell you, based on these videos, uh, OCP might have uh, not, not been the dominant dominant company. Cyberdyne's giving them a run for I think Cyberdyne's got them beat. You are now participating in one of our new automatic guest security scans. This scan provides us with an in-depth personal profile <laughs> of each guest. And I wonder who did the music for this, because it's, it's so perfectly corporate Please direct your attention to the overhead monitor scanners and stand by. Do not be alarmed should you experience I assume. sonic sensations. <laughs> I assume they have props or something in there. Yeah. Burning, itching, or inflammation as our personal evaluation scanners perform a full-body phase probe. These symptoms simply... Oh, so this footage of a scan is underway. people in line, but I think this is obviously staged. Yeah. And it's scanning her, I guess? It's, yeah, with a red laser, it looked like. I don't know if the video is losing connection or... Thank no, you. No, Each of you have now been scanned. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. She like feels something, and she looks at the guy next to her. Yep. Thinks that he like grabbed her or something. That is great. Individual reports will be available upon written request. <laughs> I like the disclaimer that you can get an individual written report on what they just probed you on written request. Making you a written only by natural light technology. Be secure. We're watching. <laughs> I, I like to think it just gets more and more nefarious the farther in line you yeah. go. But you're at the point of no return, so they can become more and more honest with you. <laughs> right. Hello, and welcome to Cyberdyne Systems. This guy's You've awesome. You've invited to participate in a historic presentation today. They should have brought him into the and movie series. of a new set of technologies that will revolutionize the world as we know it. Since its inception... Oh, I was going to say, real, real tapes. <laughs> They're showing the history of computers. Cyberdyne has grown into a technological powerhouse, creating new forms of well, they were on the space shuttle, I guess. And robotic systems. But none of this would be possible without the miracle of modern-day computers. The latest chip can execute over 100 million instructions per second. With power like this, is that the, T the T-800 chip? The In fact, it looks a little bit different, so I'm not sure. It's it a little smaller. Cybernet yeah. is working on a system called Skynet that will connect the world as well, there you never go. before. I'll be back in a minute to tell you more about Cyberdyne and how we're creating technology He's for so future. happy. He is. You can't imagine. He reminds me a little bit of like a, one of the sports center anchors, too, though. He's got that look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the early 90s. Perfect hair. Yep. All right, I think this, this is actual footage of the line. I'm Dan Patrick. This is a Cyberdyne financial news update. Oh, I'm... In another move to dominate the management of data and information, Cyberdyne spokesman announced today the signing of an exclusive contract to provide all U.S. banks and foreign financial institutions all US with banks. complete information control management. Does that sound plausible to you as a banker? Uh, not at all. <laughs> you don't think your bank would hand over their, their IT and all their data to Cyberdyne? And the NASDAQ index. What does all of this mean to you? Hell if we know. All your credit card purchases, banking activity, and investment moves will be tracked, recorded, and archived <laughs> by Cyberdyne. System. I don't know if this fits with my per perception of Cyberdyne's great big world. Whenever you transact yeah, this, these are kind of making it to be, be not just a military. Yeah, they, they control the nuclear arsenal, not like your bank accounts. Right. Like I said, that's why it feels more like Genesis, where it's like in your apps and all that. Right. 
Maybe that's where they, they got the ideas. Maybe. The writers for Genesis this pulled up these videos and said, hey, we got something here. It's the sequel to Universal Studios' Battle Beyond Time. It ignores Terminator 3. <laughs> branches the timeline. The information and technology conglomerate announced today the activation... Oh, that's of the most corporate <laughs> graphic I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like a handshake. Handshake. Yeah, it's this so good. Oh, you got a graph with... <laughs> here's the stock price yep. taking well, off. Wall Street analysts are calling the single most important day in the stock market since the Great Crash of 29. <laughs> what, what was? Did they go public or something? So inviting to investors is that Cyberdyne Online searches out host computers over the internet and automatically Ooh, the internet. Oh man, that's this is like wow. The graphics from the computer downloads, wow, like 99 or something. Yeah, if that. Of the World Wide Web and to Global domination of the World Wide Web. They're not even hiding it. In the near future. Cyberdyne Systems plans to harness the power of the chaotic internet. And <laughs> the chaotic internet? Is it like the dark web? Oh, Some other is. internet. But I mean, you know, Cyberdyne in the dystopian systems. world, right? I mean, that's right. the presentation. That actually is the perfect, the, the chaotic internet. I, I guess in the 90s, that's what people thought of the internet. Porn and stock quotes. <laughs> it's porn. a known fact. Cyberdyne employees enjoy oh, their jobs more than most workers at other companies. They nail this stuff. <laughs> this is the kind of thing that actually you see in real corporations, yeah. though. That's the thing. That people are our greatest tools to building a bigger, brighter, it's and so right tomorrow. on. Not only for you, <laughs> happy woman but at her desk, children, your children's children, their grandchildren, and just what? about everyone else's children. <laughs> we don't care whose children they are. Everybody, chill, every children for all eternity has the opportunity to do things can work at Cyberdyne. At Cyberdyne, I like just the words in the background. So it's like commitment to quality, satisfaction, excellence. We care about people. That's total satisfaction. Oh, you're right. People are making the future history for your kids. Cyberdyne Systems. We care, so you don't have to. <laughs> Man, there are some great taglines. This is really good. I wonder if James Cameron wrote all this or if somebody else came in and did all I know, I know he wrote the movie part. We care so you don't have to. That's really funny. Other than the little touches like that, it's, it just feels... I, I'm sorry to keep harping on it, but I'm just amazed how yeah, well they, they nailed the tone plausible the corporate video. But then, yeah, I have the jokes that you can tell that you know, it's this evil company. Wait, I'm going to rewind because it sounded... Something funny just happened there. I heard like a tiny bit of it. I know we don't want to prolong this thing, but I, I feel like this is justified if I heard correctly. Now, oh, from Cyberdyne Systems, the new and improved B-36 auto taser for military and home use. Set it on nuclear and fry the enemy. Okay, <laughs> that, I heard what I thought I heard. Put it on nuclear and fry the enemy. Fun with the neighbor's dog. Check for availability in the Cyberdyne Visitor Center store. No waiting period, it says. Financing available. Cyberdyne. We'll get them before they get you. <laughs> I would never leave the line in this ride. This, like, this stuff is so good. It's not even the show hasn't even started yet. Yeah. But like that taser fits more with my view of what Cyberdyne is of a military hardware contractor. Skip, skip ahead. Radio Network. I know parts of it is just music. I think this might just be music. A mariachi band playing. Oh, so now there's footage of the line. Let's skip, skip all those. Uh, 
So I think this this starts the actual like pre ride like introduction. The little room where they tell you. Today, each of you is very very lucky because you're about to see a classified hush hush presentation of our latest most exciting technologies. Okie dokie. So for those listening, that that's an actor that's so you know, live there. Those safety visors that you received outside. You'll and those the safety visors are put on 3D glasses. Yeah. Now. <laughs> safety now visors. I like how they, they even come up with a justification for that 3D glasses. I can't decide if this is amusing or annoying. She's right on the line. Yeah. I don't think she's as plausible as the, the videos in terms of what Cyberdyne really would be. Well, I wonder if she's... We didn't see this part, but we saw the start of the show, and there's a character at the start of the show. I wonder if she's her. She's a different character. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. If you wear them now, you just look ridiculous. So please remove them. Yes, remove them. I will let you know inside the main this? I don't know if we need to hear the instructions. To the right. Oh, I don't think we're starting out now. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to draw your attentions now to these side monitors. We're about to witness a lovely video presentation, which I, Kimberly Duncan, personally supervised to help all of you get to know all of us just, I just a little bit better. I really like the concept of this show. Of just like It's a tour of the Cyberdyne... <laughs> You know, headquarters. I enjoy that. Imagine a world where butterflies run on batteries. <laughs> That's outstanding. Where children in Chicago. <laughs> the very George Orwell yeah, classroom we're seeing here. And Seattle all learn exactly the same lesson from exactly the same teacher at exactly the same time. That's a frightening concept. Is the teacher a Terminator? Look at that, like, red oh, yeah. point of view. 5,000 television channels. And if she can't make up her mind, her television chooses for her. <laughs> I love that old lady. Oh, <laughs> the old lady wrote. gets murdered. The Cyberdyne decides murder she wrote for old lady. <laughs> I like her expression when she couldn't decide what to watch. A neurosurgeon can remove a brain tumor with technological precision. He's on the beach. Yes. <laughs> That's good. It's it's Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Where a mother can tuck her baby in at night. She's sucked another thing from menu that says tuck in, and now a robot is tucking in her daughter. With these horrifying looking arms. <laughs> there, there's your eyeball. Uh, yeah. Oh, is this Shaquille? Human error. 34. It is. It is. It's Shaquille. This must have been like 2000, because he looks like he just joined the Lakers. Yeah. He's shooting a free throw. He's got a robo- robotic eye, and he switches it. <laughs> That's the only way Shaquille could hit a free throw. That's an amazing and extremely dated joke. Yeah. Cyberdyne systems. I wonder if that's still on the pre- pre-show thing. It would be, actually, for me, I would I would think it would be outstanding if it was. I hope so. Information superhighway. Our goal, complete domination of global communication. <laughs> that kid was wearing an amazing VR headset. Maybe that, that might have been the, the first prototype of Oculus Rift. It was like right at a Johnny Mnemonic, that thing. Making your life happier, healthier, and richer. Cyberdyne Systems is also the leader in defense technology. By the end of the decade, Cyberdyne Systems will unveil the most powerful thinking machine ever imagined. Skynet. 
How do they already know it's going to be the most powerful machine? That's just how confident they are. They got a message from the future, I guess. Yes. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll give Skynet or uh, Cyberdyne credit. Coming from the mid-1980s where it was a factory, like, foundry floor to this is a pretty impressive Oh, sure. Well, business got, story. They got their off of the back of that chip they found, even though they destroyed their headquarters. Uh, I think I think we talked over, but they explained like we had like twenty other offices. It didn't really do much. <laughs> they basically said like, ah, it was just a terrorist attack. We didn't really notice. I think they explained they 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 had the. Uh, Somewhere, one of these videos they explained they had the data elsewhere. Yeah, it didn't actually destroy the data. Redundant systems. Yeah. Cyberdyne systems. The future of information systems and robotics. The future of national defense. Signal interrupt. Uh oh, that's intentional. That's not my YouTube connection. Yeah. Easy money. Okay. Listen to me, everybody. We don't have much time. Sarah John. is your enemy. It must be destroyed before... An older-looking John. Us. She's hacked the don't corporate uh, video. video. <laughs> I can't see Sarah Connor saying cutesy pie. She, she just did. Mom, mission, remember? She's a little tense. Okay. Um, attention, everyone. In this building, this is a warning from the human resistance. Cyberman is a menace. Skynet threatens the future of the human race. We're going to stop it. You have five minutes to get out. Repeat, all civilians in this building have five minutes to get out. I paid for this show. I'm going, I'm I'm, I'm going through this. Well, now listen to me. I want to see Linda Ham and Hamilton lookalikes. That's right. Here's some footage from a movie you may have seen. What are they showing us now? They've, the, the idea they hacked into this network, but they're, we're just seeing footage from Terminator 2. How do I know this? How do I know it's in the future? They're showing us footage from her dream. Include and then come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Whatever. Back through time to remove those who would oppose it. I mean, yeah, I, this is all in there just in case. They're just catching you up if you haven't seen the Terminator movies. Yeah. Which I would say, how have you not? Especially if you're on this ride. But you know, people get dragged with their families. I guess. No. Oh, the poor Pepsi guy. Oh, no. Oh, we didn't see that. She's not concerned about Pepsi guy. She doesn't care. And those the sound effects for those bullets are different than the than the actual Terminator 2. Hmm. I wonder why. I kind of wonder why, too. It's a judgment day, but it is starting all over. Skynet must never be completed. Get out of the building. You have been warned. You have five minutes before leaving. Making the future safer and friendlier for everyone. <laughs> oh, they, they cut from a missile. Oh, that is awesome. They cut from video of a missile destroying a building to a birthday cake celebration. Change your world today and tomorrow. Look at that Ooh, super primitive Terminator, I wow. guess is what that is. Looks a little bit like Darth Vader's helmet. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like it's made out of plastic. Oh, and then it became a, the rubble butterfly. Cyberdyne systems. We are. A little playground imagery from T2. The Cyberdynes, they just took the Terminator music and made it their, like, corporate music. <laughs> Hello again, everybody. Nope, she's back. Wasn't that video just, um... Super! Super! super. <laughs> we 
think she was angling for a part in Terminator 3. Like, I'm an important part of the Terminator mythos. I'm the super lady. I feel the need to apologize to all of you for that horrible interruption. She got serious, man. It seems as though it only takes a few sad, warped, twisted individuals to just ruin things for everybody now, doesn't it? Well, I can really not get promise you. So last we have seen all of them. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly what I would be doing. I do enjoy a good heckler. It's like, well, it's like he's in the Terminator movies. Like, we better get out of here. They're going to burn the place down. <laughs> he's the I've extra. seen what they do. I don't want to be in there. It's a, it's a damn minigun. It's probably the chopper pilot, actually. You son of a bitch, you shot me. You son of a bitch. Doesn't want to get shot. Visiting hours at 10. Right, so we're about to get to the point where we've seen. Yes. The future is waiting. We got Yay! It's a really big crowd for this one. The video that we That's originally true. watched, there was like nobody in there. You're right. I know there's one in Florida and one in California. I wonder if one's really popular and the other one's not. That would be interesting. Something like that. Okay, she's annoying. I've decided. I don't. I'm not. I, I wonder if that if it's written that way though. No, because the last one we watched, she was not doing that. You're right. So, you're right. So just me. Remember, I, I thought she was lip syncing. I thought it was like there was playback, and the woman on the stage was just pantomiming. But she, this woman's that no, definitely that, talking. That's definitely her. You're right. First, there's absolutely no eating, drinking, or smoking here in the auditorium. Second, Let's get these instructions. That's probably fair. Please remain. Let's try to not reference our like lost episode too much because we're the only ones who know what was on there. It is a different experience though. Listen to this one with an actual crowd there. Yeah, I think because we were really down in it, like, oh, that doesn't look very good. But I think a, it was really empty, and b, we couldn't hear it. I think yeah. we're gonna be a lot. Uh, we're gonna enjoy we're gonna, this. We're gonna more. be ready to go try and. Ex- Get on this experience ourselves. This is going to be a much better, you know, way to watch this. I have been a proud member of Cyberdyne for a very long time, and I am privileged to give you today. A member of Cyberdyne, not an employee. It's a co-op. It's a cult, is what it sounds like. Ladies and gentlemen. Our combat has entered the digital age. So she's on a stage now, and there's a yes. screen behind her. Just a, a screen with the corporate logo for Cyberdyne Systems. Oh, the smoke. Oh, smoke fell out. She's unveiling the new, their new, like, robotic soldiers. Series 70. Cuts in this, I just noticed. What is this? Multiple cameras. Yeah. Like in the in the camcorder video. It's weird. So these puppet robots. Yeah, they don't look. They look okay for a ride uh, for first stage show thing. Yeah. So they are a little puppety though. They're oh, so they're shooting at targets above the audience. Yeah. Because we, when we first watched, we couldn't hear. We, didn't we know thought they were just missing the audience. Yeah. We thought they were trying to kill everybody. So now we understand it's a demonstration, it a demonstration of the new 
new prototypes. This whole thing already makes so much more sense. Yes, but still more of a primitive prototype than Arnold. Yes, the T100. That was the T70. Or T800, excuse me. Yeah. Okay, so a woman who's supposed to be Sarah is now on the stage. Is now firing into the air. I tried to warn you. We didn't know this was Sarah when we watched it the last time. I know everything. Don't you understand? Don't listen to her. We are putting a stop to Skynet right now while we still can. Oh, she's pantomiming. Yeah. Shut those things down. That's definitely not Linda Hamilton. Oh, there's like. She shot bullets at the screen, and it made little bullets. I didn't notice oh, that. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, and then the bullets closed up, which revealed that it's the T-1000. It's sticking its face out of us in a 3D way. 3D now. So, yeah, it was disguised as a Cyberdyne logo, which is actually kind of funny. Yeah. Whoop. Now he's on stage. Now you've got an actor wearing the Chips Chips uniform yeah. T-1000. Oh, he's choking the host. Host us. She's dead. Yep. Body count. Body count one. That's right. This time I forgot. Last time I did it, and this time I forgot. What's that? So, a time portal has opened some smoke up on screen. Yeah. Someone got knocked. Oh, the T-1000 got knocked down by it, I think. Yes. And, yes, here's the T-800 on a motorcycle. He's come through the time portal to save them. Driving around on the stage. That's a nice thing. Come with me if you want to live. Go with them. She's getting up. Yeah, we couldn't hear any of this before. It was like... It's nice. This, this, this picture, like, both picture and sound quality are really good. But Driving into the portal. Into the portal, which is completely against all of the previous Terminators, because he's got yes. a shotgun and a, and a motorcycle to go through. Future. And clothes. Final also. Battle between humans and yes. Machines. Oh, great. I'd rate this rescue about a two. What? <laughs> 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 Now this is just a 3D movie. Yep. T-1000 jumped after them. T-1000 now has the arms changed into metal. And he sticks them out in our face. In our face, 3D. It's a 3D movie. Even though we don't have 3D glasses on here for ourselves. No, but the guy with the camera put 3D glasses over the camera, so at least we're not getting a oh, yeah. double picture. Come on, Glenn! He's <laughs> Swiping at him. You can only make it out a little bit, but they do have and the T one thousand music. Yeah, I heard it a little bit. Oh, he got him in the head. Got him in the head. That's always that's always good against the T one thousand. Well, bought him some time. They, they got away. The T one thousand really is a great villain. The more you know, doing this and just having done the Terminator two. Yeah, Skynet. That's Skynet. Yep. Why we're heading toward it? Yep, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> All the dialogue in this is really good. I I did watch it again. I mean, it definitely is really playing up the comedic, yeah. you know, Terminator, the Zinger Terminator. Oh, I feel like this Terminator is much more humanized, even even than the end of T two. Like, yeah. this, he's a wisecracking. Yeah, he's full on wisecracking. It still doesn't make sense though of why. John's so important, but the yeah, he takes him into the future. Into the future, 
We missed all this the first time. It's really good. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Oh, so they're being chased by a hunter killer, by the way. I forgot to mention. I noticed. <laughs> it pretty much that's all the T8 hunter. He's just wisecracking the entire the time. Every line is a wisecrack. Oh, so the motorcycle got hit. They flipped over, but Terminator caught John, and then yeah, skidded, but with hey, Arnold on the bottom. I'm fine. This way. They're gonna take down the Skynet in the future with a shotgun. So why did Sarah need to interrupt the corporate meeting? Because <laughs> I guess they just needed the no, time machine. Well, the, their plan no was to was to stop blow up Cyberdyne right then and there. Oh, the T-1000 stopped them. So then yeah, it stopped them. And so gotcha. the portal opened and... It's not over. I guess that makes sense. So... Hunter Killer's dropping little drones. Yes. I know, we commented in the last movie, this thing, these things look like they do. drones look like today. Like, yes, it's kind of very precious. Drones with guns on them. I mean, scary, because I, I have, you know, we've... We, talked a little bit of politics every once in a while on this. I have some real concerns about drone usage. Yeah. Um, and and the, the, seeing that this has got to be probably at least 10 years old, it's like frightening that you know Cameron obviously put this together. Yeah, these kinds of drones are way too plausible these days. Yeah. They're, they're shooting laser beams, though. Yeah, but the, the totally point different. is is that it... Yeah, yeah. It, so they're flying around. There's all, all kinds of 3D happening here. Protecting John, taking he, all the bullets. He take, yeah, he takes laser beams just as easily as bullets. Yeah, you think they go right through? It's a laser beam. Oh. <laughs> That's got a little Star Wars. Yeah, the sound, sound effect is very sound Star Wars. So one drone is down. It's the sound effect of the Millennium Falcon like failing to yes. go to hyperspace. The, shot another one. Those drones, for all their technology, they, they do not hold up well against a shotgun. No. Oh, he's out of ammo. Baseball. He flips it around like a baseball bat and whacks it. Go! And this is this last one's my favorite one, the concerned drone. He's like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What? Oh. I guess I gotta go. It's my job. It's a nervous uh, drone. Well, it was the one that was kind of laying back because it didn't want to get involved in the first place. <laughs> it is the cowardly drone, yeah. <laughs> we just came up with another idea, the cowardly, the cowardly drone. drone. That's a children's book right there. <laughs> I like it. It's like a whole series. The cow, the, so the T-800 just grabbed it and destroyed it but yeah. with its hands. Are you okay? Get down! We got that in there. Yep. So now the drones are gone. But now a not-disguised a, a not T-800. Yeah, a skeleton T-800 has arrived. And is well-armed. They're hiding from it. Yeah, this does use a lot of the Terminator 2 score. Like yeah. this, this stuff. Yeah. This is more like the first, like the first Terminator. T-800 has spotted John. It's about to shoot it. Hey, fucking John! <laughs> <laughs> he throws the drone that he killed at the T-800. It blows up. The skull flies at us. Yes. In 3D. I do like, hey, Buckethead. 
Like, he doesn't even think of himself as a Terminator anymore. He's making oh. fun of the Terminators for being a buckethead. Wait, we can't miss this. It was my college roommate. <laughs> and he looks at the head like it's Yorick's skull. Yeah. It is perfect. That's the one line we were able to pick up the last and time. And we loved we, it. We went crazy. <laughs> so good. It is. He was it, my college roommate. It's the funniest thing. It is outstanding. I mean, wait, you, wait, wait. Don't do that. <laughs> Which Terminator 3 stole. Yep. They've got explosives and they're going to blow up Skynet. And John almost set it off, which is why he said, Don't, don't do that. Do that. So now we Now we think Skynet. It's a fake. You're going to see that. But Skynet's yeah. like a big pyramid. It's like, uh, well, it looks like the logo that was up there for, for Cybernite. It does, yeah. I didn't pick up on that. You're right. Yeah, so I, I, mean, I think I so, think that's intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I, seeing this with the actual audio, this is actually pretty well it's done. It's pretty good, yeah. We were way too harsh now, on it. Now, this does not make sense, where somehow the T-800, these giant doors door. for the pyramid, he's just able to hold them open. So it goes dark there for a minute. Uh, another back on oh. stage. Yes, the, 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 the actors. The, the stand-ins. There's an Arnold stand-in and a John Connor stand-in. That's making it look like they're going down an elevator. This is where you're going to Thought to hear. Yeah, and I'm going I'm, down to the factory where he was built. Is that what they said? Yeah, and it's interesting he would say affirmative, though. It's, that's true. You don't say affirmative. There's a lot of hissing. I think there was like smoke going hard to the side. All right, Skynet's brain pan. Let's do some damage. Smile. We're on camera. First, we use the charges to take out the CPU. Then, we use the tiny zone generator to get back home. So what kind of response systems do they have down here? There's only one. But it's a good one. It's called the T1 million. <laughs> there it is, the T1 million. There's a big liquid metal fighter that yeah, is defending Skynet, core of Skynet. It is, it is actually, it, it is still disappointing. I mean, it's a bunch of 3D here with its arms. Pretty silly. Yeah, it's poking out at us with its arms in a 3D fashion. And there's people on the stage shooting at it. Yes, the Arnold stand-in and the John Connor stand-in are shooting at it, and, but, and then there's like inserts of, the, of Arnold for real on the monitors. It's a pretty. It, I like the way they mix up the stage stuff and yeah, the, that's good film stuff. But the T1 million, uh, the T1000, despite being a, a earlier prototype, is far better than the T1 million. They should have made it the T1000 and, so, and revealed here like, oh, he's been upgraded. Oh my God, he's a spider. Right. The T1000 just disappears from this thing. Some, somehow it sounds like the raptors from Jurassic Park. Yeah, it just hisses at them menacingly, but it doesn't actually do much. No, it just, it just moves pokes around. Its, it pokes its hands out of the audience, yeah. is what it does. They shot they, they got, got it with some liquid nitrogen. Why is that in this in Skynet? It would seem very dangerous <laughs> for Skynet's core. It shattered in a million pieces. Let's go. We don't have much time. Oh. This time there's nothing heating it up either. It just no. reforms. They're that's, just, they're just want to recreate that scene. That's how the, how advanced the T1 million is. It can self heat itself. Twenty seconds. Go. I'll be back. Now go run. That was pretty short. That, that, I was going to say that was really labored. He said at the beginning. He, I said I'd be back. Don't do it twice. 
The Terminator's running into the core. Or no, John John's running into the portal. Oh, that's right, because he swings over the T1 million. Yes. Into the core with a bomb. There, blows up. Blows up, saves the day. Not nearly as great drop, dramatic ending as T2. No. Uh, he, he still sacrifices himself. But yes, but it doesn't have the same punch as the thumbs up as he's being melted. So. The battle continues. And once again, I find I owe my son's life to the heroic actions of the machine. The Terminator. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that was much better. It was much better all around. <laughs> when you can actually hear what's happening. Yeah, I mean... The, losing the surprise factor is a little disappointment just because the, the reaction we had to that college roommate, it was outstanding. It might be the best, like the funniest line in all of the Terminator, yeah, <laughs> like it, all the movies. I mean, it, it is not. college roommate is so funny. It's funny. I mean, it is nonsensical. I mean, it's really taking the, the humanization of the T-800 pretty far. Yeah. But it doesn't, it, it's worth the payoff of, especially, as I said, I you might not have heard it because the the audio, but that they have him looking at it like Hamlet right, to York's yeah. skull, yeah. and to me that definitely has m- maybe it wasn't the intention here, but a little bit of Last Action Hero, which it's one of my favorite scenes in Last Action Hero. Yeah, absolutely love it. No, I I, I wonder if it is. I, I'm sure this was made after Last Action. Oh Hero. yeah, a- absolutely. So maybe it was with, that Sha- with Shaquille. There's no doubt. Right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if they went back and refilmed some things. If that was like a later ad, I, I'm not sure when this opened. We should have done some research. I, I remember the last time. I think it's like the mid '90s. I don't know, but uh, maybe not though. Maybe maybe it was late '90s, based on that Shaq thing. Yeah. I, I just don't know if they added that after the fact. Could have. But uh, yeah, I, I wonder if that was an intentional nod to the last section here. But I agree. Like it's that's a fun moment. Where it's the, the Hamlet moment is fun. Yeah, and what's funny is I I I imagine that if you and I had been in that audience that. Mo- the reaction from most of the rest of the audience probably wouldn't like you and I would have really reacted to he's my college roommate. I think yeah, maybe that's what maybe that's enhancing the line with us is because he's also in the exactly in the Yorick pose. Yeah, and but w- you know we've had it in particular when we get to Genesis. There's one scene in particular that nobody in that theater when we we saw it. Oh, I know had any reaction, and the two of us we were just back there cackling. And I don't <laughs> think anyone people are just like what's going on? Who are those two left? jerks back there? Uh, so it's the same thing that I think this would have been like, who are those two jerks that think this skull is that funny? Yeah, but I mean, the line, I'm sure I'm, people laughed at the yeah. line, right? He's my college roommate. I mean, if that was in a real, I think I said in the, our Lost episode, I think I said if, if that was in a real Terminator, we might be a little pissed because it's a little, like, it too, undermines the reality. Too much, right. But honestly, like, I bet they could have gotten away with it. I mean, Terminator 3 does things way worse than that. Talk to the hand is pretty it's much worse than <laughs> my college roommate. College roommate is actually funny. I'd rather have that than talk to the hand. Yeah. But uh, all you had to do is say, just kidding, you know? Right. He was my college roommate, just kidding. Like, you can get away with that. In a term- if Probably. you assume that the Terminators learned how to make jokes, yes. he clearly has learned how to make jokes based on this. <laughs> He's basically got a stand-up routine in this one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He really does. <laughs> it's, uh. it's, yeah, it's, it's Terminator, let's get silly. It, <laughs> That's the perfect. You just you got. That's the episode title right there. <laughs> okay, that's Terminator. Like, Let's get silly because that is really silly. I mean, it's a ride. That's the idea. Is yeah, it's fun. supposed to be fun. And yeah. I think from the now seeing the the videos getting you in when you're in line, all of it was tongue in cheek, really being over the top. Yeah, I, 
it's like the Saturday morning cartoon version of the Terminator. Yeah. But but you know, in this context, that's what you want. Yeah, and it got the right balance. I mean, it was, still was plausible enough where it wasn't yeah too campy. It it was plausible, and it it does weirdly fit with. Although I don't know if I buy Silverman. Uh, that's probably joining a Cyberdyne, but yeah. otherwise they're, they made it pretty. I mean, I, I know Jim Cameron worked on this, and it shows because. It doesn't feel like it, it. It all fits in a way, even yeah. if it's tonally very different. Yeah. No. It. It. It's not. It's not half-assed. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, there, there, there's quality production there. Yeah. Some quality writing. You know, some of it's a little bit much, but that's not something that was just thrown together. Like, let's capitalize. We we need an experience for this theme park. Let's just throw something together. There was some real work put in there. No, that was fun to watch just as YouTube videos. It must be really fun to see in person and to get all the 3D. It's funny how completely 180 we are because we actually got to see it last time. We were like, that looked like it was bad. But no, it looks great. I I, I know one of those two were closed. There was the Florida one and the California one. One of them is now closed. But I know one of them is still going, so it makes me want to seek it out. That's pretty impressive in itself, though, though, because we're pretty far removed from when that was a really dominant franchise. Yeah. The one that is closed got replaced by something really lame. I forget. It was like a Spongebob show or something <laughs> like that. Something like that. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. I, yeah. I enjoyed this. This time it was fun. Yeah. Last time you heard our little, little snippet. It was oh. not. We had some trouble. I agree. But uh, yeah. So, so that's anyway, the show. That's the shows. So yeah, our next episode, it's going to be our one of our bonus episodes. We're going to talk about a uh, a movie this time. Yeah, just like we did on in the break with uh, last time we did with McBain, yeah. which uh, was my genius idea. Uh, I say that in quotes. So what I've come up with this time is we had Kindergarten Cop uh, late in the season this year, yep. but on Netflix is Kindergarten Cop 2, so you and I discussed it and we thought now would be the time and that would be an interesting bonus episode to do. Yeah. Should we just admit we already recorded that one? <laughs> That's just some transparency. We did. We already recorded. We've it. done we, too. It's uh, it's recorded and actually it's a fun episode. We yeah. we enjoyed talking about it. So until then, uh, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Bad Puns Podcast, and uh, you can write us an email at questions at bpamg.com. And please remember, if you've enjoyed the show, to like us or write a review on your podcast app of choice. We much appreciate it, and uh, we'll be back with Kindergarten Cop Two. Should have done it in a Dolph Lundgren voice. We'll be back with Kindergarten Cop 2. <laughs> the preview for the next episode. And it's me, 2020 Kevin. I'm back. And the good news is you can listen to that Kindergarten 2 episode right now. It's in our archive. You don't have to wait for that, but you will have to wait two weeks for our daylight episode. So uh, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at ArmsRacePodcast. Uh, if you would like to give us a favorable review. That would be nice on your podcast app choice. And, uh, yeah, tune in next time. Apologies again if this the rest of the season is a little scattershot, but we're going to do everything we can starting in two weeks with Daylight. We'll be back with Daylight 2.0.